Enjoy this flyover clip. Is there truly such things as as demons? What's the difference between a demon and a ghost? Are these things real? And are there beings around us as humans that we can't see that have an influence on the, the happenings of our world? And can they actually um, control us in one way or another? Let's just start right out of the gate. Are these things even real? And do they play a role? Or is it just Hollywood? Is it something to scare you? Is it make-believe? Is it just church fiction? Are demons real? So the short answer to that, yes, demons are real. And I thank you for the question. So let me just take that. They are real. They are spirit beings that are around us. Jesus, when he came, he parted the veil uh, over the supernatural. And he showed us that uh, he had gained mastery over demonic spirits and that demons would manifest wherever he went at. There's many theories, and when I say the word theories, of where do demons come from? Because the scriptures do not say where do they come from. They just show us and reveal to us that they are there. So there are many people who have um, studied the history of demons. Or the you know where do they come from? And what happened to me many years ago when deliverance came to fullness at our church in 2015 that I started on a search myself because I didn't have anybody really to help me. Mm -hmm. And that's where I came across the internet and I was searching out the origin of demons. And that's where I came across um, Trey Smith's video of the Nephilim. Mm -hmm. And once I started listening to that, I said, here's the answer. And this man, God used him through his uh, insight of Genesis six, the giants and all of those to put together a, a stick man, a kind of like an outline of understanding where the demons come from. And uh, with that being said uh, of that, then I started really studying where do demons come from? Right. And if and one thing is that what's their mission? Mm -hmm. If you can know where they come from and what is their mission, then that would teach me or allow me to understand how to fight them better. Mm -hmm. So there are real briefly, there are, uh, they're theologians. Uh, you may have heard of, of, of people like uh, Derek Prince. Sure. I don't know if you ever heard that name before, Derek Prince. Um, you're going to hear a man by the name of Dake, uh, J. Phineas Dake. He wrote his own Bible. And this man, these people are scholars. This man, J. Phineas Dake, rented a place up in uh, Chicago when he was alive, put the Bible on his lap, and he would start quoting the entire New Testament. Wow. He would, te he would teach on Sunday nights, uh, and he would start in the book of Revelation, and he would quote the book of Revelation. And many people would say, well, you don't believe that I'm doing this, uh, you know, quoting. He said, I will uh, give you the punctuation. Mm -hmm. And he would quote and give the punctuation of the scriptures, the sentence structure that he had there. So wow. what I'm saying is that these people are theologians, wrote his own Bible, uh, the date Bible. And then you're going to find there's people like Benny Hinn mm -hmm. and um, many, many others have studied this, this theory of where do demons come from? So one of those theories that many of these believe in that there was a creation before Adam. And that is when Lucifer was over that creation. And that what happened is that when Lucifer fell, God destroyed, kicked Lucifer out of heaven, destroyed that creation mm -hmm. on this earth. Every being that died became a spirit being, which would be a demon. 
And then there would be a part of Genesis where you will see in Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2, many people believe that there was a gap from that first creation. And then that after that, then God created this creation. And then that's where you find out, um, you know, the Nephilims, the giants that would happen in Genesis Mm 6. So that is one theory. And I'll say it's just a theory. The other part is that, of of course, you heard Trey Smith talk about the giants where the sons of God, the angels came down to the daughters of men and uh, in Genesis six, and they had offspring. Now, understand that an angel came down, had sex with a woman. The offspring would be a giant uh, or a Nephilim. Now, here's the problem with that is that half human, half angel, God will uh, fallen angel. God would not redeem. No being is redeemable. Uh, Fallen angels are not redeemable. Mm -hmm. So even their offspring, which would have been a giant, which would have had a spirit being that when they died, those became demons. So that's that's the uh, the second theory. The, the, the ongoing, theory. The, 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 uh, hang on that one for just a second. So the, the okay. spirit of that being is what then continued and lives exactly. on. That are demons exactly. because this. there's no place to go. They can't go to heaven and they right, have to wait until. Well, not redeemable. Waiting for right. judgment. Mm-hmm. No, see I, what I mean? It's a yep. C.S. Lewis quote, and I've kind of dig into this a lot, but this idea that I am a spirit that has a body. And, you know, right. you can you could cut off my arms and my legs. I'm still me. I'm not you know, I could gain 100 pounds, lose 100 pounds. That's right. Th- none of that is me. This is going to eventually go away. The The eternal part of me is is my my spirit. There's another part of me. Um, See, so with with these beings that you're talking about there, those beings had a spirit. But when the body went away, the spirit is still here, well, but is, is, is mm-hmm. in, in longing for a right, body, for a body, exactly. Because I encounter this, I've got you know a cup here. I can touch. I could drink it. I you know everything that I would experience and would want and get hungry for and desire. They would still have that same thing, but without a body to encounter this realm. Is that exactly. kind of what you're That's saying? Correct. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's exactly. It. So so they believe that those the spirit beings, you know, like of a giant or the, the, the union between a man, I mean, a, a fallen angel and a woman, the female, when they had a baby, that it would it would be a giant. And, and, and I'm talking about a huge giant. It's not just men of renown. I'm talking right. about giants mm-hmm. on that side of the flood. I mean, you know, and if you'll look, many people have found the elongated skulls. They have found the giant bones. I mean, they are mm-hmm. they exist. Mm-hmm. The Smithsonian Institute, though, once you find one, they gather it up and they hide it because if the Smithsonian, Smithsonian Institute ever said, hey, giants are real, it would um, verify the Bible. It would mm-hmm. corroborate the Bible. And, you know, so that they're, they're going to hide all of that information. So that would be the second the okay. second theory. The third theory is that and many people say that fallen angels are demons when they were cast out of heaven, that they took on their nefarious role of getting in people's bodies, living out their lives through a body. And now I personally don't believe that a fallen angel is a demon because a fallen angel is a celestial being Mm -hmm. and it doesn't want to get in your body to do whatever it wants to do. It can do whatever it wants to do in this body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so those are the three different theories. The main thing is, is that I had to study these because I had to have, be able to hang my hat on some of these theories to be able to understand where do they come from Mm -hmm. and what is their mission. Mm -hmm. And when you look at what their mission is, their mission is to, 
uh, the mission is twofold. The first mission is to keep you from knowing God, keep you from ever receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and repenting and receiving the sacrifice that Christ provided for us for our sins. If they fail in that mission, they resort, they resort to the second mission. And that mission is to keep you f- from fulfilling your destiny mm. in Christ. And that would be like if you are a Christian and that you are battling, say, pornography, that they that spirit wants to use pornography to be a hindrance to you in fulfilling your mission. It can be anger. It can be lust. Whatever it is, this spirit is set. These spirits are set there to stop you from fulfilling your destiny in God. So that is how important it is Mm -hmm. that once you get saved, you become a Christian to go ahead and go through deliverance to get these spirits out that is going to try to stop you from fulfilling your mission in life. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night? thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? (laughs) Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. 